0: Beach. Thanks to the Boardwalk Plaza for being the Bridge Podcast Network
1: sponsor.
2: Welcome to If You Really Knew Me, a place for honest conversations about the Enneagram to inspire better connections with others, ourselves, and God. I'm Kim Willey, and I'm joined by my co-host and friend, Ben Sarles, who is a certified Enneagram coach here to help us understand all things Enneagram. By learning what motivates us and how we see the world, we can connect with those we love and care about on a greater level. We're so glad you joined us today, and we hope this is your journey to better relationships. I love Christian music, and you could say it's a passion of mine. And Ben, I believe I could speak for you and say the same thing.
3: Absolutely. In addition to this podcast, Kim and I both sing on worship teams at our churches. And we have the privilege of working in Christian radio together, which means every once in a while, we get the joy of interacting with some of the artists we play. And we play them on the air to make Christian music.
2: Yes, we sure do. And on today's episode, we're actually going to be hearing from some of those artists. Um, One is Mike Donahue, Micah Tyler, and Tyler Roberts. And these three artists are going to give us their perspective and experiences with the Enneagram.
4: So let's jump right in. Hey, this is Mike Donahue, and I'm happy to be on today's episode of If You Really Knew Me.
3: We're talking with Mike Donahue, and you may be saying, this name sounds familiar, but I'm not quite sure why. Ever heard of the band 10th Avenue North? Mike was the lead singer of that band for many years. Around 2020, each of the band members felt like each had their own unique roads to follow. And Mike sees the opportunity and started a solo career in addition to his writing. Mike, thanks for being with us today. Can you share with the audience what your Enneagram type is? And maybe a little about the circumstances leading you to learn more about the Enneagram.
4: I am a social 4 on the Enneagram. A lot of people don't know what that means. It basically means I look like a 7 because I'm extroverted. But my inner motivations are very complicated. And I guess we, as a band, were on Ian Morgan Cron's m- podcast, uh, and he's kind of a expert on the Enneagram. And so after doing that podcast, we had this whole debate about whether I was a four or a seven. And so I went, I read his book and read some other books, and the band started talking about it endlessly. And it really helped us communicate better with each other within the band.
3: Exactly, we do the same. When we say the Enneagram is a tool to help diagnose, but Jesus is the treatment, that's how we really feel. What have you discovered about how God uniquely designed you?
4: Yeah, the Enneagram, you find out things about yourself, some things you like, mostly it's the things that make you cringe. I think realizing that I want to be unique as a four, but I also want to belong, but I only want to belong for the reasons that I'm unique which it's kind of like a cat chasing its tail. Like needing to feel unique usually makes you feel separate and you want to belong, but you want to be unique. So they kind of cancel each other out. And Jesus is definitely the answer to that, of me realizing he's made me unique and I belong to him. So it kind of answers those desperate questions that a four on the Enneagram is trying to answer.
3: Great. Tell us your knowledge of the Enneagram now. And how has that given you a deeper connection with others?
4: Enneagrams help me connect with other people. I just have way more grace for their, well, what feels like their dysfunction, when really it's just they have different motivations, you know, and different things are important to them. Uh, It's helped unimaginably with how I communicate with my wife, especially.
3: Okay, so how does your Enneagram type show up in your music?
4: You won't be quite surprised to hear this, but so many musicians are fours because we're way in our feelings. Uh, and so being way in my feelings helps me write songs, but doesn't really help me write happy songs. I'm like, <laughs> Most musicians will tell you that, that it's easy to write a sad song. It's harder to access the joy. For those listening
3: today, what are some words of hope or wisdom that you can offer them um, who share your Enneagram type?
4: If you are a four on the Enneagram, here's what I gotta say to you. Uh, is You are enough, and you have enough, and you get enough. And as a four, we're tempted toward envy. You know, it's this weird thing. I want to be unique. And then you see other people who you feel like are sellouts or who aren't really true to themselves and they're way more successful. And then you go, why aren't I successful? Well, I don't want to be successful if I'm not going to be myself, you know? And I just want to tell you that, um, you have enough, you get enough, you are enough and, uh, and being yourself is what the world needs.
3: Anything else you may want to share about the Enneagram? A
4: funny story, maybe? I think a funny story about the Enneagram is just when all of us started learning about it. And, you know, we kind of used it more as a weapon than a tool. You're such a two. Oh, you're a one. You would say that, you know. Uh, so don't do that, you know. It's all about self-diagnosis. And it can help you understand other people, but uh, don't use it as a label. Use it as a... Uh, microscope to help you see better.
3: So our next guest was a youth pastor in his 20s who also drove a sausage delivery (laughs) truck. He sold half of his belongings and began to travel around the country with his wife and small children singing songs he had written.
2: I love him. This guy is seriously funny and he actually had a YouTube video a few years back um, about millennials that went viral. And now he's got several hits on Christian Radio. We are talking about Micah Tyler, and we love him. So let's dive into what Micah has to share about the Enneagram.
0: Hey, this is Micah Tyler, and I'm happy to be on today's episode of If You Really Knew Me.
3: Micah, so glad to have you today. What is your Enneagram type? And what were the circumstances leading you to learn more about the Enneagram?
0: I am a right-down-the-middle Enneagram (laughs) 2. I'm a... I'm a helper. Uh I love serving people and I've always felt that way for a long time. I I'm constantly um trying to find ways that I can um be there for the people around me um and I Enneagram is kind of a popular thing right now. So I've heard tons of people talking about it. It's super popular in our in the music industry actually. Um I I'm surrounded by a lot of 3s, <laughs> a lot of a lot of achievers out there and I've got a wing that goes towards that here and there but for the most part, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a natural introvert, and so uh, whenever I, I wanted to find out ways that I feel and why I feel that way. And so this has been a really cool tool to be able to kind of pick up and um, learn some of the ways that I feel and kind of why I feel the way that I do. And it, it kind of read my mail the first time I read it, and so it's been neat kind of getting to learn more about it since then.
3: Now we're both part of the Type Two tribe. Woohoo! <laughs> Micah, we say around here that the enneagram is a tool to help diagnose, but Jesus is the treatment. What have you discovered about how God uniquely designed you? When
0: I started off at 18 years old, I became a youth pastor. Felt called to go into ministry when I was 17. So right out of high school, I became a youth pastor, and I learned quickly. Um, I love preaching sermons. I love. Um, going out and 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 serving in the community and that kind of stuff, but it was it was relationships that really were important to me and I learned that early on in my ministry. And so when I read the Enneagram, I started realizing how, like, really, the way that I write music is still kind of the way that I was as a youth pastor. Like, I'm looking at how can I reach the people around me and and how Jesus has crafted me to be a person who tries to find the misfit toys, tries to find the least of these, tries to find the people around me. Um, And also, it's kind of shown some of my faults, too, because in my unhealthy state as a two, um, I find myself just desperately trying to get people's um uh, affection or trying to um please be a people pleaser I'm at the a toxic trait of mine sometimes when it comes down to it um but at my healthiest um I, I really get to see how you know the son of man did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many and so it, it, when I'm doing the, the I'm, I'm I'm operating in the abilities and the giftings that God's given me um, in a in a healthy way. Um, I'm able to see some things in me that I, I think other people saw in Jesus, which is a really neat way because we're supposed to find our identity in him anyway.
3: Tell us how your knowledge of the Enneagram has given you a deeper connection with others.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like that as an Enneagram too, um, I do think that it is important to, again, not try to have that healthy relationship with people to where I'm not just trying to please someone, But I'm actually trying to serve someone because if I'm trying to make them happy, that's going to be something that's going to last, you know, for a short season. But if I'm really trying to serve that person's heart, really trying to serve needs that I see, um, it really can make an impact. It really points people back towards the kingdom of God. And so um, it really has helped me find that deeper relationship to look beyond what someone's symptoms are to actually see, like, what is hurting people and really being able to help them out.
3: Okay, so how does the Enneagram type that you have show up in your music?
0: Um, I'm I'm constantly trying to cheer people on. Um, I, I try to be very vulnerable and very honest because I feel like if I'm feeling one kind of way, I'm, I must not be the only person who feels that way. Um, and so I, I'm I'm either writing songs of celebration over things that God has shown me, um, things that I can look back on as being these like seminal moments where God really showed the victory in my life. Um, But also not be afraid to write things from the pit, write things from um, those low moments that really just hurt and saying that, hey, even though it hurts right now, it's okay because God knows my hurt and he cares about me enough to say, cast your cares upon me because I care for you, as it says in First Peter 5, 7. And so, uh, yeah, my music is just riddled with telling everyone, like, even when the waters won't stop rising, um, he's with you even then. That There's never been a moment that God's not loved you and been for you, no matter how you feel right now. Um, and that he has this opportunity just to say, You may not feel like you're in freedom right now, but I will walk you into freedom over and over again. um, God has been a difference maker in my life. And so I'm constantly trying to tell people that you don't have to stay where you are right now.
3: So for people listening to you right now who share your Enneagram type, what are some words of hope or wisdom that you can offer them?
0: I think a really important part of uh, the Enneagram being a tool um, is your identity is found in Jesus. Your Your identity is not your Enneagram number. Um, But um, when it comes to being a tool, I I really do feel like that you can look and there's tons of of material out there to look at. But trying to figure out what is a healthy to what is an unhealthy to in my unhealthiest. I'm just trying to find people who can show me, um, you know, approval. Like I'm just trying to seek approval from the people around me and, and get an attaboy and that will just give me life. But my life is not found in that. My life is serving Jesus and serving the people around me, loving God and loving people. And so um, I I feel like that if you are a fellow Enneagram tour out there, um, man, you are not less than everyone else because you feel like you're a servant. I mean, goodness gracious, Jesus says um, that that he came not to be served, but to serve. And so, man, our role is not just to help people to get affection, but our role is to help people so they can see the affection of God um, in their lives. Do your kids love listening to great stories? It can be tough finding a kids podcast which upholds your Christian values. Story Jumpers features exciting, entertaining stories by authors who write from a Christian worldview. Each episode is created with kids in mind. Audiobook clips are followed by a brief author interview your kids will find fascinating. This is a podcast for kids. Subscribe to Story Jumpers wherever you listen to podcasts. Story Jumpers is a member of the Bridge Podcast Network.
2: One of my favorite types of music is worship, and one of my favorite worship bands is Red Rocks Worship. They're a contemporary Christian group representing the ministry of Red Rocks Church, which operates many campuses in the state of Colorado and around the world.
3: That's right, and Tyler Roberts is one of the worship leaders for Red Rocks Worship. And we are blessed to have him share his heart on how the Enneagram has helped him understand himself and why we all need to run to Jesus.
1: Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is Tyler from Red Rocks Worship, and I'm so happy to be on today's episode of If You Really Knew Me.
2: Tyler, we are so glad you're with us today. So please, first of all, share what your Enneagram type is and how you learned about it.
1: I am an Enneagram 3 with a wing 2, the achiever, performer, personality with a helper wing. Uh, It's been real fun kind of getting to discover that and understand it the circumstances leading up to me finding that was I was kind of in a rough place, to be honest. There was some things about myself that I wasn't understanding. Um, And so I started seeing a counselor about a year ago. She happens to be an Enneagram coach and she's absolutely amazing. Her name is Jackie Brewster. Highly, highly, highly recommend her. She's so dope. Um, Yeah. And so she, she works really hard to bring awareness to people and their personality types and help them understand themselves and give help give us the why right the why
2: behind this um it's been very very helpful we believe that the enneagram is a tool to help diagnose but jesus is the treatment tyler tell everyone what you have discovered about how god uniquely designed you
1: for sure any, the enneagram definitely has helped bring aware awareness to me and helped me understand why i operate the way I do, why I think the way I do, why certain buttons are pushed sometimes for me, but not for others or vice versa. Um, But it's been really cool though, to see it as for real, like awareness, but then take it to the Lord. And Jesus is the answer, right? Jesus really, really is the answer because we all have our different personalities and we all have the different Moments in our lives that have helped shape us to become the people we are and and have the personalities that we do. Um, insecurities, uh, uncertainties, but also, you know, like the, the good parts too. But it's the Lord who brings us all together. And so that's been amazing. It's been amazing to be able to say, Okay, Lord, this is what I'm feeling. Help me understand it. Help me understand it and would you heal this place, you know? Um, That's been really awesome. Tyler,
2: how has your knowledge of the Enneagram given you a deeper connection with others?
1: It's given me a deeper connection with others, really, especially on our team, because not everybody on our team is a three-wing two, so they don't operate the same. Some of them are eights. My wife is an eight, and so um, threes and eights don't always play well together because I want to get stuff done, and I don't always like to be challenged, but they like to challenge and be very respected. Um, and, you know, it's been so good to, to understand and better understand, hey, this is just your personality type. So if I know that and I can identify that, then I can actually, like, meet you where you are. And same with me. If you know that, hey, these are my pressure points, these are the things that are, like, non-negotiable for me, these, these are the things that, like, make me tick then you can also speak my language. Really, that's what it is. It's just speaking each other's language. Um, and it's given us all, I think, I think on the team especially, I think it's given us a deeper connection because it's given us a better understanding. It for sure has with me and my wife. Um, we used to, you know, kind of bicker over the silliest things and they're really silly now, but they didn't feel silly then. Now they feel silly because I'm like, oh, I understand why you feel this way because you you know of your enneagram number and this is how you respond to situations like that and vice versa. Tyler,
2: Mm -hmm. do you think the enneagram shows up in your music?
1: My enneagram type, you know, in my music, I think it does show up. Actually, I I'm very like charge the hill. We're going to do this, and so songs like "There's No Way," um, "You're Never Gonna Let Me Down," like stuff like that. I, I love to write faith anthems that are just a real, like we had a song on our last record called The Battle Is Yours. I love to write anthems like that that are just a real, like, <laughs> stick it to the devil. You're not going to stop us. You're not going to slow us down because um, I don't know. I, you know, the word says that the kingdom of God is forcefully advancing, it says that the gates of hell will not prevail. Um, and so for me, like I hear those kinds of verses, I hear those words of Jesus, and it fires me up. And so I'm like, let's go. So then anything standing in the way, I'm like, let's mow it down. Let's go take it.
2: (laughs) I totally relate to this. As a member of my worship team at my church, when it's my week to lead, I always pick songs that are anthems or declarations and stick it to the devil type of songs that you mentioned. And I think the Lord has given threes that boldness and that we can do it spirit, which is awesome. So what are some words of hope or wisdom that you can offer to listeners who share your Enneagram type three?
1: Man, I'll tell you what, what I would tell any other Enneagram three is that, you know, the thing we struggle with the most is like our identity is not in what we do. Um, We're chameleons of such, like we can really turn it on for whoever, wherever in order to make, you know, like achieve what we're trying to achieve. Um, but then we find our identity in that. And what I would just encourage any any Enneagram 3 is, yo, you are not what you do. You are, you've been given a name by the Lord and he's written purpose on your heart. Um, but number one, you are a child of God. You are image bearer. That's who you are. You are not, for me, I am not worship leader, Red Rocks worship, uh, songwriter, father, husband. I do those things, but my identity is I'm Tyler Roberts. I'm a child of the Most High God. I can relax when, I sh- and I say this, I should be able to relax, and I'm working on it, and so should you. We should be able to relax when we're not doing everything for everyone, when we're not achieving things, when we're not... Um, gaining everyone else's approval. It's not about that. It's about, it's really about proximity with the Lord. It's your relationship with the Lord, relaxing, um, and, and enjoying the goodness of God that's all around. You know, he doesn't need us. He doesn't need you, Enneagram 3, to create something or do something to make him feel better. He's, he's doing all right. Okay. What he does want, though, is for us to any
2: final thoughts, Tyler?
1: Man, I'll tell you, the Enneagram has just become so big lately. Um, Most people, a lot of people, I should say, have definitely you know read the books, taken the test, um, figured out like what their number is. But (laughs) I would just say, man, just remember, like, as someone who does know that I'm an Enneagram Three Wing Two. I can tell you that and i can tell you all the things um just remember that jesus is your answer Um, we can read books all day long we can put tests on you know give people tests and we can type them and all that stuff and and i think that there's a lot of validity to it um it's brought a lot of awareness for me just with my personality and like my upbringing and stuff like that it's really helped me understand who i am and what makes me tick but at the end of the day Still, the answer is Jesus, and we have to run to Him. We have to run to Him with our wins. We have to run to Him with our losses. We have to run to Him with our insecurities, and we have to run to Him when we feel like we are on top of the world. Um, it's humility, really. Uh, humility is that gap. It's like that one little space right between like not knowing who we are in Christ but also not being prideful. You know, it's the middle ground between there.
3: So, yeah, love it. Thanks for this podcast. This is yeah, dope. we love that you think this podcast is dope, Tyler.
2: <laughs> yes, we do. Thank you to again to our guests today, Mike Donahue, Micah Tyler, and Tyler Roberts. What a fun time spent learning more about them. We've actually attached some links in the show notes for you to check out their music if you haven't already. Thanks for listening today. Please be sure to subscribe to If You Really Knew Me so you can get notified every time new episodes drop. Until next time, God bless.